Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Donna, thank you very much for coming. No um, so this is my this is my sister. So um, she is, um, you know, a user of smart devices as well. She likes computers and all that stuff. So I'm just going to interview Adela and um, find out her, a bit about her experience on using phones. So welcome, Adela. Thank you. Okay, so um, you know, how long have you how long have you used a mobile phone, for example? Well, I got my first mobile phone when I was about sixteen, and I remember it was the big rage. It was the first page you go, and it was done by Vodafone, and it was massive. It was like a brick, and it had like a plastic antenna that you pulled out, and it was it was a big thing, you know, because it was the first time someone could have a mobile phone without having to have a contract yes. or anything, so teenagers could get it. So yeah, that. yeah. So I, I, that's one of the things I, I mentioned on the website as well in the in the history. You know, when we when we look at the early mobiles, you yes. know, contract mobiles were really expensive. You had to connection charge this, there yeah. was a connection charge for that, and then you, you charge for everything. Right? Yeah, and then and then you know you ended up paying this huge bill. That's why I avoid I avoided personally, you know, um, contract mobiles for so long. So yeah, so yeah, so that was your first page you go phone. I think it was about fifty p per minute, wasn't it? It was so, very so, expensive. Sorry, sorry, ridiculous. You know. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I made the point that um, when we before mobile phones, when we agreed to meet with somebody, yes, you know, we had to we had to actually do it. Yes, that's that's a very valid point. Yeah. We you'd ring once on the house phone, yes, and then you would arrange a time, and you would have to be there, yeah, because there was no way of calling anyone easily you know and you'd use how you don't know, use um what's that, oh my gosh i can't remember what they're called now phone box when's the nature. last time you've seen a phone box anywhere yeah. so you'd have to find the phone box that would eat your money it'd eat 30 pence as soon as you the call collected and you have to quickly put some more coins in there so you yeah definitely yeah yeah I, 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 I remember i remember that as well yeah so um yeah so and if you didn't know the number of the location you wouldn't be able to call them anyways so no. you would just be late <laughs> yes so um, uh, so yeah, th- th- thank you for that. So when you when you got a mobile, then you could you know if you were late, then I made the point that you know you you could you could send a text to somebody yes. and just say you know um, did that change your attitudes to to turn it up well, on do, time? Do you know what I was actually thinking about this the other day? I think before the pay as you go mobile phones back in maybe nineteen ninety eight nineteen ninety nine around that time, mm. people used to have pagers. Now pagers were originally used by doctors, medical professions, um, you know, and all of a sudden they started to becoming commercially available for everybody else. Mm. And I remember a couple of my school friends would have these pages and they were like, wow, you know, you can send a, like an actual text message to somebody and they would respond and it was the biggest thing. I remember those were first. Oh, yeah, I That's no what idea. I remember. Yeah. I remember a colleague, you know, a school friend having a pager. And then when I left school, then I was able to get a page to go phone because the mobile phones, like I said before, were only contracts. And at 16, you couldn't have a contract mobile phone because you had to be have a full-time salary or whatever. Mm. Or um, So 
Yeah, and then eventually, over time, they kind of morphed into one, and it was like even better. It was like a phone and and a pager in one thing, and it was really exciting. And I remember I really, really wanted a pager, but they didn't last very long. Eventually, companies recognised and thought, no, no, just put them together. You right. know, so it was one device rather than having two separate because people would have mobile phones and a pager. Yes, yes. You know, so. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, I, I never used a pager. I, I had no interest in using one. So yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Because, um, you know, why? This is where we have a convergence of devices now. Yeah. And so, you know, um, so, you know, moving on to, you know, the later, the later phones, you know, when it started to become your MP3 player, it started to become. Because it know, took a while. Because I remember having a mobile phone and then mm. having an MP3 pair separate. Yes. You know, they weren't... It, I mean, when do you remember them becoming one? It was really when they became uh, like little mini computers almost. I didn't... Mm. You could have a very limited amount of downloads you were allowed on the very old Samsungs like in 2001 or 2002. But it took up so much memory and they were very expensive. I remember the downloads. So a lot of people didn't want to doubt because you had to well i had to download them through my mobile phone provider you couldn't do things you didn't have these itunes and you didn't have um mp3 downloads from amazon or play you have all these different companies that now have gotten on and they're like no no we can all provide you and you can have downloads from everywhere but at first it was itunes but before that if you had to go through your your provider like at the time i was with orange they were so expensive i didn't even bother i thought no that's okay i'll just i'll just use my eye <laughs> my mp3 little little device because going through the phone and it took up a lot of memory as well because you didn't have a lot of expandable yeah memory. you didn't have like internal memory like we no. have now like sd cards and no, things exactly um yeah, so, so I mean that's a good point. I think what really did you do? You remember using WAP? You know the early um, mobile oh, yeah. internet. You remember <laughs> yes. when you can open up like a yeah. few basic pages, and, and it used to cost like one pound per page. <laughs> it, I remember it being really expensive, yeah, yeah. and you had like eight pages you could look at, and they were teeny and they were very basic. I do, but yeah. I, I remember I've been able to, to access my email. You know, briefly, I thought, wow, I can access my email on my phone. You know, I mean, <laughs> way back in like uh, I think it was early. Early two thousand. Yes, I think it was, but um, yeah. So that that was another leap because now now you you're, you're starting to move away from you're starting to move away from the the phone just being a phone now. It's becoming internet capable. And they started to change as well. I remember the the basic phones were black and white, like mm. a pager, you know, text screen, and then eventually they started adding more graphics, added more color. So I remember I upgraded from one phone to a better phone that had a blue screen rather than <laughs> just like a grey screen and. And the little emoticons, you know, they would have like little colour and, you know, it was all like, oh, very exciting. And, yeah, you know, yeah. and and then I don't think, I don't remember having a camera on some of my older phones. It wasn't probably until I had phones for about five years and then eventually you could start taking pictures. And they were very basic. Mm. Little they were like pixelated pictures, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that was very exciting. So, yeah, it started moving from the pager to the mobile phone together, a couple of whap pages and then you could take some photographs video wasn't here yet it was just you know very slow build up with these devices and it was very exciting i remember yeah so if, it, if we move on for like se several years later now i mean yeah. we're starting to see like um devices that are multifunctional now like i think 2003 because you know remember there was the early when well, we had wap phones yeah. there were the early 2g networks very yes. basic now 3g mm -hmm. yeah you started seeing all these um uh, multifunctional phones like mm. phones that had like a, a video camera mp3 player mm. um, so you know did you find yourself um using the device more when it when it had all these well i think it might have been later did you find yourself using 
I'm your friend more like for more things more often. Uh, um, I didn't really start using because you know what happened. Right? I remember when the companies got a little bit ahead of their time and they started creating phones that had all these options, these these options and things that you could use. And a lot of them, the design was very faulty. They used to crash a lot. Mm. So, and I remember a lot of my friends who had the phone that could text, um, lots of internet video camera, photo, you know, image camera, and they were very bad and they would crash and they couldn't make calls on them. And so I thought, no, 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 I'm going to keep the basic phone, you know, a little bit longer because I found that they would charge you a lot. Mm. You didn't have the packages that you have now where you have data added mm. onto your thing. It was all extras. So you have your basic mobile phone contract where you had a certain amount of text messages free after seven it was a very basic contract anything extra you would have to pay for so i found that i didn't use them as much because they didn't they weren't they didn't know how to kind of create packages where you could have a certain amount of internet access because mm. people weren't using the phones that much then mm. they still were pretty much mobile phones and for sending messages and photographs that's what mm. i found mm. it wasn't until i would say you know apple you know, a burst onto the scene and Samsung and, you know, all these different, um, I mean, what would you call them now? They're not really phones anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we, we, I mean, they're not devices. As, yeah, smart devices smart, is, what, exactly. is, is what I call them. I mean, that's why I, I named the website Smart Device Society because, you know, they're, the phones now are computers, you mm. know, and, you know, they, they use, more people use um, smart smartphones more now than computers. That's no, it's true. And you know what? It's um, I think also phones changed a lot when social networking yes. changed because all of a sudden now people wanted to be able to access. So what happened was people, I remember when Facebook and because I can't, I don't know what year Facebook really came out. Was it 2002? It just literally uh, no, came out. No, it was soon. 2006. It was. Really? Yeah. So it wasn't even that early. Oh, wow. I'm yeah, it was. I, I remember because uh, someone sent me a message saying check out facebook it will change your life it's, <laughs> it's, it's everything and yeah I said, um yeah. yeah right what's so good about this site you know yeah I mean? exactly and i remember signing up for it and then oh so you can sort of talk to people, talk to people <laughs> and you can add pictures and, and all yeah. that stuff but but yeah so i mean i think i think um then when 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 the when the communication providers cottoned on that you know people wanted to access social networks but also remember as well is that legislation changed as well because you know, prices for mobiles were so extortionate. Mm -hmm. Ofcom, you know, the, you know, the, um, they got involved and said, well, actually, you know, they told the communication companies that mm. they, have, they have to be a bit more fair in how they, because, you know, they were charging pound fifty per download for a video. No, and that's shocking. Um, yeah. So once, I, I mean, I feel that once Facebook, Twitter and YouTube really became established and all the other little kind of mini versions of them, like My, MySpace mm. and, uh, gosh, things like WhatsApp now, all these different um, Google Plus or iGoogle or whatever... Once these these um, sites became normal parts of society mm. and how we communicated, the uh, mobile phone provider suddenly thought, OK, we have to incorporate this because, you know, in the workplace, you're not allowed to surf on yeah. the Internet. And they took, <laughs> I mean, I feel they in a good way, but in a bad way, you know, they took advantage of it. They thought, well, why should people not be able to surf the Internet and do what they want? So they suddenly started to allow people to do this from their mobile phones and they started to create these apps these weird little apps and I remember when apps first came around I thought what these, what's these little these yeah, it was Apple things. it was Apple I remember yeah you had the app, the app um, system and then and and it was then, exclusive but only you could have them and yeah. it was only them and, and then of course Android thought no it should be for everybody and then you got all these different changes but once that happened then I really really feel that people 
don't go on their laptops anymore. You know, you see them sitting on the train and we look like androids almost at a certain point that we're just like glued to our phones. It looks weird, but it's because your phone can do so much now. It's not, it's your computer. I mean, my phone, how, I do, how do I use it? It's my diary. Mm. It's my alarm. It's mm. my organiser. It's my telephone. It's my messenger. It's my internet. It's, it, I look at the news. I read blogs it's just literally become everything i i actually think it sounds really awful i think my mobile phone i'd be more upset if i lost my mobile phone than my wallet because i use my phone for so much more i check my banking online i check transfers i transfer money everything it's literally everything it's quite frightening because i've left my mobile phone at home before and you literally feel like you can't function yeah i mean it's it's, horrible yeah it's weird because i'm you know we rely on devices so much yeah that you know without it how can we survive i mean not literally survive but of course we can survive I mean, but, but you feel because you're so i don't know i even carry my i have a battery charger at work now <laughs> no seriously it's I become like that, like that. Yeah, yeah because they're so the um the the things that we do on the, on the devices now they're so draining so i have to charge my phone it might be just the device that i have as well but i use it so much that it drains by three o'clock in the afternoon i've got to charge it up again and then yeah. charge it before i go to bed so i have a charger at work I have a charger at car in the car. <laughs> I have a charger at home. So, and I and I made a joke on social social uh, networking that you know I spend most of my life charging devices yeah, because I, I literally am charging my phone, charging my laptop, charging a tablet. You're charging something all the time. Important question then: Could you at this point do without your mobile? Would Would you be able to if you? <laughs> um. Yes, if I had to. I'd probably have to go back to the old school way of having like a little book, little diary book and write <laughs> things in there. And I don't know, I'd have to have something to replace it. I couldn't just walk around now without having instant access. I think that's what it is. You're so you. It's not because we can't live without mobile phones. We are just so used to be, being able to have instant access to everything that we want. So mm-hmm. I, my boss wanted me to find some directions for where he, he needed to go one day. So literally rather than looking in the map you can just type in this road how to get closest tube on the internet instant and then it comes up with the map it comes up you see fine where the map is you you print it off you highlight it it's it's just everything's instant and that's what makes it difficult i think um from my from my perspective it's instant access to instant information yeah Yeah. i I, somewhat i watched a film the other day and i wanted to find out about the real people so you just type in the name and you end up reading anything about them and you read other sub sub sites about them and you can just find out anything you want and that's what phones are now they're like little computers they're not phones anymore i i spent i use my phone more for messaging and internet access than phone calls when i get a phone call it's like oh it feels a bit primitive yeah, you know when it's, someone it's, rings through my mobile it's i'm so used to um, you know sending messages on whatsapp yes you know that <laughs> unless it's really really specific and you know i need to say a lot then i'll call somebody yes or if it's like a you know and I mean, it's a good thing, but in another way, it's kind of there's um, social and psychological problems that comes with that, where mm. because people have instant access to each other now, we become very impatient if people don't come back to us instantly because we can instantly message you, yeah. instantly ring you. Yes. People expect you to instantly respond back, and and I think that can cause a lot of friction. You know, you. you yeah, s- yeah. I mean, I've I've learned to um I've learned to, to sort of create a balance in my mind. Like when I send someone a message, I don't have the expectation that they'll 
they'll message me back straight away. Yeah. Like, I used to be really bad once. So I used to take like two days to. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if it yeah, so, I mean, some people get really sensitive about yeah. it. They and don't they go, wanna... Well, when are you messaging me? <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, yeah. So I mean, when so, when I message someone, I I just I just send a message and that's it, and then go into something else. And then when I have the buzz in my pocket, zzz, zzz, yeah. Then I'll then I'll um, then I'll respond if I can if if it's appropriate to do so. But you hear them. You, you know, if I'm sitting on the train, I'm going to work, and you hear conversations. And because the way mobile phones are being used now, you know, I actually removed Facebook off my phone. I have I have Facebook on you know my laptop and my um, iPad or whatever. But I removed it because I literally ended up becoming a slave to my phone because every notification, every message, everything that happened in my phone would go off. And I would end up just spending hours looking at my, my phone and you almost, you're not living. So yes, in yeah. a way that's not good either because I found that I wasn't being able to kind of function normally without constantly being drawn back to this device. So you end up becoming a slave to it. Yes. Yeah. And I don't think that's healthy because you can't get on with your life. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, you, you, I, 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 in my general observations, I, I see you know, lots of people milling about. You know, and it all they don't even look where they're going. People are so obsessed with their phones. They will walk down the street and they will cross the road and not look. Yes, you know, I've I seen their accidents happen, trip up, yeah, barge into people because this. I don't even know how anybody can send a message and walk down the street at the same time because I know I would drop my phone. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I just go into like a corner or something. I have I, to stop. I'm a bit too old fashioned. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I, can't I mean, multitask I'll, like that. Like I because I don't want to. I don't want. Someone to snatch my phone, Which so, is I'll, a lot. so I'll, I'll sit down in a place where it's appropriate and where it's private, mm-hmm. then I'll send a message, you know. But yeah, you're right, you know, people are milling about walking into lampposts because, know. unfortunately, because mobile phones have become so expensive now, is it justifiable how expensive they are? I don't know, I don't know if about enough about the technology, but you've got suddenly the things that people got robbed for t- 10, 15 years ago is nothing, you don't get robbed for those things anymore, everybody just wants your phones. Because yeah. they're not phones anymore; they're computers, yeah. and they're expensive. And because of the um, hysteria with the latest iPhone or the latest Samsung, these these items are sellable on the black market. People are willing to steal. My colleague's father was walking down the street. He was on his new iPhone six. Somebody cycled past, snatched out his hand, and rode off. You know, it's 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 such a shame. You know, so it's amazing how it's just gone from the brick to almost like a piece of jewellery, something yeah. so valuable that people are willing to rob you in the street. Yeah, some, you know? in some cases, um, some people are willing to die for, for their phones, like they drop it on a track or something and they go on the, you know the train I mean? track. So, you know I mean? so, um, <laughs> that's just, so, I mean, it's terrible. I mean, th- th- those are some of the, the negatives. Um, that, no, I of mean, course. But, but I mean, let's explore f- just for a few minutes, just some of the positives there. What, what do you see as the positive um, side of having a, a mobile and access to all this information? I think it's great mm. if you want to keep in contact you know the most basic reasons for having a phone or to be able to connect to anybody you know i have friends from who live in all different parts of the world and Mm. i can contact them and they can send you know pictures videos um it's nice when you your friend is living in the middle east and you're able to send a message and you know they respond um just being able to connect to people who matter to you Mm. very quickly or easily can make a massive difference and i think you know, human beings, we're social creatures and we need that. I still think, obviously, meeting up and um, and seeing people in real life is better. And that, I'm not I'm not being negative about it, but unfortunately, because people no, no, please, please, are please. so used... So I have friends who are in their 20s. I'm, mm. I'm 33. Mm. And I, so I remember being able to meet up with people without the mobile phone kind of social networking. Mm. And now I'm older, I'm into social networking. And 
I still kind of can do both. I can meet up and socialise physically with people and I can do, you know, the, the networking or whatever. The online stuff, yeah. But the 20-year-olds 20, 20 I've noticed, they find it quite a big deal meeting up now and, and or, you know, to them, it's like a phone call is the biggest thing they would do. But you're like, oh, don't you want to like meet up with people and go out? They're like, no, 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 I'm busy, busy. Everyone's too busy. But they think it's almost replaced normal social standards now social networking and mobile phones and messaging each other they think they've contacted so I'll, I'll speak to somebody loads but i'll think well actually i haven't really physically spoken to you i've just spoken to you through messaging or you know through whatever text or email um but is that a good thing i don't know because um, it makes them a bit weird well yeah i mean i think because it's become a social norm now and uh, when people send messages to each other they think that well the perception is is that Okay, they're maintaining a friendship through technology, but yeah. I feel that you know humans didn't always have this technology, so it's important to have social, actual, physical, social contact yes. as well mm -hmm. um, in order to maintain relationships properly. If, for example, you're in a country, like someone's living in the Middle East somewhere and you're living here, mm -hmm. then that's appropriate yeah. because you're keeping in contact. Yeah. It's not possible to just get up and you know, visit that person in no, that country. So... Technology has really brought about, uh, bridged the gap between people living in far off places. Yes, of like course. I, I have friends in Japan, yeah. you know, and I can message them on, on Facebook Messenger. And it's lovely because it's, it's nice to, you know, there's, there's amazing things about, you know, when you're sitting on your phone, like I'll go on Twitter and you'll start following someone and mm. they'll send you a message or a video of them. Maybe, maybe they might be a musician and they'll send you their latest video and you get to you know, watch, watch people, which I think is quite nice in a positive way. You know, you can watch somebody, you know, an unknown musician or artist creating their song and they'll put it on YouTube and you can just watch them from your phone. Yeah. I actually liked small phones when, because I had the first phone I had was brick, yeah. big, thick brick. Literally, it was like the size of a brick. Like yes, a, I, I remember. A cement brick, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> because the brick was too big, I decided that after those, the smallest phone, there was a time when phones really started to go somewhere like Motorola and mm. they, they would make the smallest phone you could possibly get. Yeah, and it was like the size of it, you know. The... Almost like the length of your thumb. Yeah. It, was, it was so small and that was the latest thing. Mm. But now because I don't use the mobile phones as phones anymore, I want a larger phone because normally I didn't like larger phones. When you've got your, your larger phones, mini, what do you, pam, pam, what do you oh, call the, the, the tablet, tablet side, like the Samsung Galaxy Note 3. Yeah. Yes, yeah. when you got those, yeah. I didn't want that because I thought, oh, that's too big. But now because I use it mainly to watch the news, watch YouTube videos, browse, browse internet. the internet, I want a bigger screen. So yeah. it's changed now. Because I used to see people with these big, flat, little mini <laughs> tablet things. I think, why would you want to use that? But now I, I understand and you can just watch a, sh a short film or you can watch a whole movie, you yeah. know, on it. And, and yeah, I can do everything, you know. Um, and have a have a nice viewing experience, experience at, at the same time. Up, you know? um, what, do you, what do you think of it um, as a learning tool? Like, for example, um, I think this is where the, the greatest advantage is, perhaps. Yeah. Um, when you're learning something, you can have an app. I think it's amazing. You know, when you, you, know, you learn a language, for example. No, it, I agree with you 100%. That, to me, that is the best thing in the world. You know, for anybody who can access it. But, you know, I don't know what other countries are like if they have access to the same things as Western <laughs> countries. I can only speak from, from a Western point of view. I think it's amazing. I, I want to brush up on my French. I can download three apps for free. I, you know, French, French dictionary, French for beginners, French translator. And I've got them on my phone. If I ever got dumped in France somewhere and I was struggling, I could literally translate sentences, learn them and then say them in the country. It's amazing. I love it. You know, it helps me so much when I'm studying. I'm, I'm studying a, 
an English Shakespearean course at the moment, I needed to find a mm. sonnet, I just type in his sonnets, you type in anything, it comes up, everything's just instant, instant. Mm. Instant communication. And what you can do is, I mean, if you had to print off a hard copy of it, you can look it up on your mobile phone, and then you can go away when you're, you have access to a computer, you can just print it off because you've already found the information. And the thing is, you can learn anywhere. So if you're standing, but the only thing is I notice, right, I feel quite impatient as a person now. I think that's partly my character, but because I can get everything whenever I want, information-wise, mm. if I can't, I get really, oh. Yeah, I think, I think because it, um, from my perspective, it's allowed me to, to yeah, to, because, I, because, I, because there's so many more things I can do. Yeah. It's valued my time even better. Yeah, you know? yes, I've noticed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, not, not, not because you behave any differently, like, Today my, my internet was um, slightly down so I couldn't find out if the weather was going to be good tomorrow because I wanted to hang up my washing and, and I couldn't access it and I was getting all like puffy in the kitchen because I wanted to know and it's just like, you know, when when did... You're not really going to be able to predict the weather but because you're so used to being able to get it instantly you just get really you know yeah irritable. and I suppose, <clears throat> I suppose we've gotten used to the speed of information. Yeah. I think. But um, I've, I've, I've thought that, you know, the way we can achieve a balance is um, through maybe like a meditation activity when we're feeling too overwhelmed with information. Um, it's it's good to have like a, an activity where you can just free your mind of all these things. You know? And meditation as an activity has helped me a lot to, yeah. to balance out. What are your thoughts on that, perhaps? I think, I think what you're saying is true. I think it's basically to do things that's away from technology, social. Mm. So if you're exercising, if you're meditating, if you're... Because as human beings, technology is fantastic. It's a great thing for us to do. It helps us so many ways, but we're still designed to function and to go outside, to interact with each other, <clears throat> to use different parts of our brain, not just instant information, instant, you know, connecting through messaging or whatever. Yeah. You, you're still supposed to live as well, and you're not really, truly living through a device. It's there to help us, but not to replace the other important things. So, of course, something as pure and simple as meditation and because you're uncluttering your mind from doing that or yeah. to, to go out in the garden or to go for a walk or to listen to some music or listen to even listen to the radio stimulate different senses because yes. I, I actually was in the car with a, a friend and i was saying why do we still have radio but people enjoy being able to not visually have to focus on anything and just use the other senses like their ears and their hearing and just be entertained or taught through just listening because yes. that was our very first you know i think when you're bored your eyes aren't quite developed so the first thing you you can do is almost hear you listen mm. to your mother's voice and so we enjoy that because to me radio is very primitive well, i'm talking about in a western country yeah, obviously not some yeah. country you know a country where they don't have the same facilities that we do here mm. but, but yes yeah, i think it's an old concept that's been that's that's, that's gone whole full circle now because yeah. you've got Audible, where you can listen to Audible books now. Like yes, audiobooks. and they're, they're, the good thing about that yeah. is they do have that on the internet. Yeah. So they haven't completely discarded it. You know, yeah, I'm so talking about analog radio. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Well, but I mean, get, internet into, radio. You yeah. get some documentaries. I watched a documentary on the BBC from my phone, um, to do the Balkan Wars, and it was purely audible. You know, yeah. and and you have like pictures of the journalists, but that's it. Yeah. Just still images of them, and you listen to a doc, you know, a documentary for thirty minutes and. Yeah. It's it's good and it was very interesting because you get to use your imagination and you get to kind of not have to focus on anything or mm. you know because we get bombarded a lot and I think that's why we're tired as well because sometimes I'm thinking why am I so tired because we are bombarded with a lot of information all the time. I find that when when I because I work at 
when I'm at work I'm on a screen and when I'm at home I'm on a screen and then you're looking at a screen and on a mobile and then that's that's why I feel that people are fatigued more yeah because they're, they're looking at screens all day without realizing and then when it. you go to the station you're bombarded by um advertisements and then mm. you sit on the train you've got advertisements and then you 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 everyone else the is street using, there's an advertisement and then everyone else is using the mobiles yeah. which makes you want to use your mobile as well so <laughs> so i think um yeah so we, you know i it's fair to say that we're living in a world of um distractions um constant constant information constant how do you feel then um as, as one last, final point for this interview is how do you think we can improve on the situation so we can uh, strike a balance between using technology and utilizing our, our natural senses you know um as we did as we did before is there is, is there a balance point that we could get to do you think i think oh, that's a hard question actually um because the only way to i think to do that because you can't stop people from, you know, using their mobile phones and mm. accessing things whenever they want. I think it, the only way I could find, I think I could, I, I would say for someone to have balance in their life is to, you know, still pursue and do things that doesn't require mobile phone. Like, a, like an actual human Physical, activity. Yes. yes. Um, so if I go to my class, they're very funny and stroppy about you, um, I don't know, having... Your mobile phone on mm. you know they would they would they tell you not to have it on you're not allowed like my my, I, my teacher was taking a while to um i don't know put himself together and organize himself and i was just quickly like messaging someone just before the class and just gave me like one of those looks those raised eyebrow looks as they put the devices away so they're still very strict you know um etiquettes where you know at the end of the day you have you're here to learn in a different way you're not going to use your mobile phone mm. so it's still there so in a way mobile phones can be very distracting could yes. you imagine if someone's just you know i went to the cinema the other day and you know people looking at their devices yeah. in the pitch black in a cinema and it's like people are so addicted to their devices they can't yeah. even function and watch a film for an hour and a half without looking i mean at when people go phones. on dates now they'll, they'll, they'll have a dinner they'll speak to the date and then they'll go on their mobile phones now and Both apparently dates. that's supposed to be a really bad thing because mm. it's showing it's showing the the date that you're not really interested in them because yeah, i would no, be quite I mean, offended actually i mean both people are going to yeah i was gonna say that's really rude no 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 i mean they'll talk for a bit and then they'll go in their mobile so yeah. um even even the smartphone experience has become integrated in into social activities physical like you know people will be talking like we're talking now and then they'll all be on their phones I know it's so, it's hard because I'm you know I'm guilty sometimes you know mm. someone will start talking to me you know I'll be on a, a, a landline phone and I'll still be like looking something up on my mobile phone at the same time or someone will be messaging me and you'll be multitasking which can be distracting because you're not really focusing on either properly are you but mm. so I think the the solution is that yes the devices are great but you still need to turn off sometimes yeah and yeah. you need to live because yeah. even though I think they're great I don't think being on your mobile phone or your tablet or your laptop is really living get out there go outside turn them off for an hour even that is really hard for people to do but you know what if you look at very successful and professional people they do do that they yes. do turn their phones off they do leave them in the car and go for a jog they do have time which they don't just put towards that do you know what i mean so that they will they will you know you know a big ceo or something oprah you hear about them they will have time where they'll get up in the morning they'll keep their mobile phones off and they'll go for a jog for an hour or they'll 
um, you know, spend some time with their kids getting up in the mornings. So if you look at very successful people, they do actually put their devices away. They don't just sit there. You'll get a professional English lecturer or teacher who will get up at four o'clock in the morning and work for three hours just writing. I mean, of course, they're using a laptop. Mm to write their, their book on a particular subject that they've always wanted to write about, mm. but they turn their phones off and they don't go to their devices until seven o'clock when they have to get ready to go to work and they get their family ready and then they start to do that work. But they still focus on those other times, which is away. And a lot of them just want to go running, jogging, um, exercising, um, meditating. A lot of them mm. do that. Yeah. So they seem to have a healthy balance. Because I used to often wonder, how do these very successful people cope? with being bombarded all the time, but they do. They turn the phones off and they have me time. And then they return back to the, 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 the hustle and bustle of... Yeah, that, that, that's, a good, that's a good idea. That's, so that's, you that's look at look point. at those those kind of examples and you see that they, to me, have balance. They know when to not have it on. You know, you wouldn't see someone jogging and, and talking on the phone at the same time. They put, they turn it off. Yeah. So, so those, those are on those physical activities, you know, when you're actually doing something, you know. And they... Um, and they and they also go back to the basics, which is spending time with, you know, people who are close to your family or your friends. They do socialise or they, you know, they do things that go back to the basics, just going outside, being in the garden, cooking dinner, things that we still need to be able to do. Because I think we lose something when we get sucked into technology too much, because we're not just about technology. There's other senses that human beings have that have to be stimulated you know, just, you know, this conversation would have been the same if we did it over the phone. It's nice to be able to look at you and, <laughs> and see your expression and we feed off that. We're not just supposed to be communicating through. Exactly. So, you know, because we miss that human-to-human uh, um, -human communication, yeah. you know, of um, seeing people's responses. And um, this is a lot, of, a lot of these things take away that, that, yeah, that, that aspect of the human experience. So, you can't beat I mean, it. I think, I mean, you're, you seem like a unique person because you, you were born in an era where, you know, we didn't have these Lucky. devices. Yeah. But, but then I don't think it's bad because the younger generations won't know any different. Yeah. But I, I, I was saying this the other day that I'm, I feel quite happy that I was able to remember what it was like before. And now I know. And I'm not, and I was still young, but I wasn't a child. Like, I'm not like my niece and nephew who will never understand what it's like to look at a really old hardback book and learn that way everything's tablets you see little kids using ipads they will never understand me different but i quite like it because i remember the before as well which was quite good and i think it's still great to meet up normally for a coffee yes Perhaps. i will continue to do that you know <laughs> Be healthy last life. question yes. final question um what, would, what advice would you give younger people who you know you're in their 20s perhaps who have always had access to a mobile you know as as um as advice that you know not to create a balance, you know, to, to what advice would you give for younger people now? To still do things that does not require the devices, to still do, you know, take part in sports, activities, things that um, uses team building skills. I don't know, people, you know, which could be sports, it can be social activities together, going out, something that doesn't require the device all the time. I think that's really, really important to make you balance and to be happy because a lot of younger people aren't happy and they don't understand why. And we've got lots of social problems now because of the way we socialise and the way we communicate. Um, in a good way, it's great because we can contact each other whenever we want. But can you imagine the negative side of that? Imagine being able to be contacted whenever you want without and you don't want that type of contact. Yeah. And this is what you're happening with young kids and school kids. Um, so it's really important to build up something else away from that social Networking. I think 
I think it'll be hard though because they don't know any different that's the problem it's okay for me to say that because I remember what that was like like you imagine it's like someone saying to me no you should only communicate through social networking I'd be like no that's weird yeah. and that's unfortunately how they feel but yes to keep continually doing and a lot of good organizations they still encourage people to take part in sports to do activities social activities to go out and to just get out and do things away from mobile phones you know yeah that's what you should do that's what I would say Meet up in real life. Yes, excellent. Real life. Real not, life. That's all not, physical, real not life. data life. <laughs> not, not through zeros and ones and stuff like that. Adela, thank you very much You're for welcome, your time. Thank you. um, this has been an, an excellent interview. So this will be, um, for those for those of you listening, this is my sister who, who um, is um, younger than me, but, you know, as, as she said, brought up in a, an era where she remembers using, um, not using the, this technology and um, so forth. Oh, thank you, Gary. That's a pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.